Hello my loves and welcome to Continuously Brave. I hope this finds you well today. I really wanted to do something a little bit different for this episode. Earlier this year, uh, back in May actually, when I was all into podcasting, I did a free how to I did a free workshop on how to podcast for free. And I was going through my content and I saw that it was just sat there and I didn't know what to do with it. So I decided to try and be clever and repurpose that content. And today I'm turning it into a podcast episode for you guys to listen to. Um, So it's all about how you can podcast for free as well as sharing some tips about podcasting, including tech and tools that you can use. There's also a bit of a Q&A at the end where some people ask some questions. I hope you find this helpful and you enjoy this episode. And yes, it's a little bit different, so please be kind. Thank you. So hello, 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 and welcome to today's workshop. You might need pen and paper, uh, a Google Doc, or whatever it is that you use to make notes but you don't need to make notes because there will be a replay so you can watch this at a later date and make notes as you go later on so you can just feel free to sit and listen and watch for today's workshop and please feel free to answer uh, to ask any questions as we go um you I will answer questions as they appear or at the end of the workshop depending on how it goes so today's workshop Today's workshop is all about how to podcast for free. And I'm super excited to share this with you today. So if you don't know who I am and you're new here, hello, I am Ali. I am a podcast mentor and strategist. I'm also a podcast host of my own podcast called Continuously Brave. I'm a chronic illness warrior. I have um, endometriosis and I'm a self-care enthusiast, obviously because of my chronic illness. I'm also a wellness researcher, again, because of my chronic illness, but obviously it's things that fascinate me. And I'm really into minimalism and I'm a business minimalist, which I've only really realized is a thing of the last couple of years. But literally all that means is that um, I'm really, I really research and think about the things that I invest in for my business and the things that I sign up for and download and things like that. I'm also a massive tech geek. So feel free in the comments to introduce yourself if you want to and tell me where you're from. And let me know if you're number one, two or three, if your podcast is just an idea. Um, number two, if you're planning to launch your podcast this year. Or number three, you already have a podcast, but you're just interested in knowing how to do it for free or where you can maybe save a bit of money. If um, I was, <laughs> I would totally be here for this po- this workshop, if even with my podcast, because I like to know how things work and I like to know how to make things easier for other people. So, yes, super excited. And... I want to make this really clear up front that podcasting is a form of slow marketing. So podcasting 
only works instantaneously with fast action results if you have a big audience before you launch otherwise it is a form of slow marketing and it can take up to a year before you really start seeing results from from it and obviously the results only come from being consistent it is a far a long-term strategy really um and that only works by producing regular episodes and sharing those episodes only 46% of podcasts produce more than 10 episodes and I don't want you to be one of those 46% which is why I'm sharing how sharing how how to podcast for free so you can see the right format for you before you start investing hundreds if not thousands of pounds on podcasting when you don't need to but podcasting can be really time consuming when you start until you have the resources to outsource it which is everyone's ultimate goal including mine so I just want to share a little bit about my mission and why I'm doing what I do. And it's because I want to help, support, inspire and empower those who have a fire in their soul for a particular topic and to help them turn that fire and topic into a podcast while eliminating the scary technical know-how. I know that by helping you share your voice, message and stories with the world, you can build a community of ideal clients, fans and customers. And our voices are just so powerful and really important uh, that we need to share them. And I especially find this as women. There are lots more women doing podcasts now, which is so uh, super amazing. And it doesn't matter what your it doesn't matter what your niche is. There is always space for you to start your podcast. Um, and I'm here to help you do that. So when I was doing my market research in 2020, God, it feels like it's been like 10 years in a year, doesn't it? Um, I interviewed a bunch of women who were doing podcasts, wanted to do podcasts or thinking about podcasts. So I had a nice mix of people and I asked them the most when they decided to start or what was stopping them from starting, what their issues were. And obviously the biggest one was that the tech scared them. Um, and then after that, they didn't quite know where to start, which again links back into the tech and they didn't know what to talk about. And they thought they needed all the money to buy the tech. And it went round and round into a circle. And I'm going to basically be busting a lot of this for you and helping you with this during this workshop. So why are we talking about podcasting for free? Well, we're talking about it because there are costs you don't realize in podcasting until you actually start and then they start to add up and you think you need to spend so much money on this that and the other and we're all little magpies and we have this shiny syndrome issue and we focus on the wrong things and as I said you think you have to have hundreds if not thousands of pounds to start a podcast so you put off starting one when it could really help your business or help you build your community. Um, you don't know if you're actually going to like podcasting until you actually start. So you don't want to buy X, Y, and Z when you don't need to. And uh, one thing people don't realize as well is the way they like to record or how they decide they're going to record the episodes, they might change. And changing that can change the kind of tech and things that you need to buy and invest in. So I don't see why you need to spend a lot to start with when things are going to change. So the main cost behind podcasting that a lot of people don't realize is the hosting. So much like you have hosting for your website, there is hosting for your podcast. 
And I'm really sorry to say that hosting prices vary depending not only on the company you pick, but on the size of the file that you upload. So the costs vary and they can be quite expensive. So how did I find out about podcasting for free? Well, as I said, I'm a business minimalist and I don't like spending on things unless I know that they are going to help me and that's the right decision. And I had been wanting to start a podcast since 2016. Um, so I knew about podcasting way in advance, but it took me until 2019 to actually start my podcast. Um and that's really when I became aware of how you could podcast for free. But I paid too much attention to other people who had podcasts that were popular and lots of people listening to and recommending. And I relied on their advice instead of trusting my gut and doing my own research. So the thing with this is I invested in quite a pricey hosting to start with. And... At the end of 2019, I stopped podcasting for about six months. My husband and I moved house. I got sick. My chronic illness flared up. I fell down the stairs and hurt my back and really badly for two weeks. We went on family holiday and COVID hit. And all that time, I was still paying for my hosting when I wasn't uploading anything. And in February 2020, I ended up in the hospital and... Um, in and out of hospital for the entire month and I lost my income and so I couldn't justify spending what I was on my podcast hosting when I wasn't earning anything and it wasn't helping me in that moment. So here I am in April 2020, two months later after my hospital stay and this is taken from my Instagram stories. I spent a long weekend in April, literally about a year, nearly a year ago now, um, where I manually moved, I had to manually move over my hosting, which I do not recommend to anybody. It's really hard. Um, and I knew at the end of it that it was for the best and I needed to listen to my gut. And my issue was that I love doing guest episodes. My guest episodes tend to be 90 minutes long, which is quite long for podcast episodes. So they were costing a lot, as I said, because it is about the size of the file that you upload so it's about the length of the conversation that you have, whether it's solo or with your guests. So I'm here to save you the headache of all that mess and confusion and make this easy for you. So here are some podcasting basics that I think you really need to know if you're thinking about starting or if you need to go back and relook at um, how your podcast is working for you. So you need to know your why. So what's the why behind you starting your podcast? Um, it could be because you want to build a community. Um, so you need to, I always tell my one-on-one -on -one clients to write that down and put it on a little sticky note. So when things are getting tough and the results aren't coming in as quickly as they want, they can go back to the why of their starting to help them remember and feel like they're doing it for a purpose. The next is pick the style of your podcast. Are you going to do solo episodes? Are you going to do guest episodes? Are you going to mix it up? And if you're going to do guest episodes, what kind of episodes are they going to be? Are they going to be where you interview them? Are they going to be coaching calls? Are they going to be conversations with friends that are really casual and low key? And how long are your podcast episodes going to be? Are they going to be 10 minutes, 30 minutes, 60 minutes? 
And then the big one, are they going to be consistent or seasonal? And obviously consistent just means you're producing weekly episodes. And seasonal is where you decide how many episodes you want to do. Um, you could do 10 episodes and then you could take a break and then do another 10 episodes. And 10 episodes is just an example. It can be as many as you want. I have a friend whose podcast season is coming to an end at 62 episodes, which is quite a, a long length, but it's kind of a good one too. Um, I also suggest researching what your audience wants and doing this if you're on Instagram I really just recommend doing polls doing the little don't do the question box because nobody likes to fill that in but do the yes and no polls do the little um, option polls and see you know do they want to listen to what you have to say do they want long episodes do they want short episodes do they want guests and also by doing this this helps um, start some hype for your podcast and starts to let them know that something awesome and amazing is coming and it's like getting your pre-launch party ready. Um, I also suggest um, all the time having a plan of at least five podcast episodes because then you know what you're going to talk about, you're not scrambling for ideas and also the amazing thing with this is that you can um, bulk record your podcast episodes so you can batch task, which we all love. The next thing is naming your podcast. I hate naming things in business stuff. It is awful. I always end up asking my husband who's like meh and then asking friends and family and then going into Facebook groups and yeah it's just a nightmare isn't it naming things. But the nice thing about podcasting is that you can name it after yourself. It could be the Ali Grace Muir show. It could be the Ali Grace Muir podcast. Um, but you could also name it after, after your niche. So originally I was thinking of doing a podcasting podcast. And so like the idea was podcasting at heart. Um, um, but you can also name your podcast, whatever it's about, you know, like coffee talks um, with friends. And um, my podcast is called Continuously Brave because we talk about conversations that others see as brave of the things that we do. And I know this links back into our why, but what is the ultimate goal of having your podcast? So for example, your goal, your why was you wanted to build a community. Your goal will be how are you gonna, is to do something with that community. So how would you measure building that community? Is it growing your email list? Is it getting them into a Facebook group and having five members um, in your Facebook group? Is it getting them to, um, you know, help you create a client referral system so you can sell out your services and your products? And the best bit of it all is promoting your podcast. <laughs> this kind of feels overwhelming at times um, because you think you've just got to record, edit and post, but then it's after the posting, much like when you're blogging. So you can take your show notes and put them into a blog post um, which you can also add your transcript as well, which is really great for accessibility if you're, you know, have a wide audience. Um, but also because you can take that and it's a proper blog post and you can use it on Pinterest. Also, don't forget about sharing your podcast with your newsletter and on your social media. And I often talk and tell my one to one clients that they don't need a separate Instagram account for their podcast unless what they're doing doesn't fit their niche. So, 
for example, I'm all about podcasting on my Instagram, but my podcast is not about podcasting. So I have a separate Instagram. The downside to that is I haven't updated it for the whole of 2021 um, because obviously we know posting to more than one Instagram can be difficult. So just think of that as well when you're thinking of podcasting. So if you want more of this and more support and help like this, I do untangle strategy sessions because podcasting can often feel overwhelming and like you're walking in the dark. The 60 minute one-on-one calls where we identify three areas that need support, like planning, editing, launching, and monetizing your podcast. We can also cover the tech, the planning, the content and repurposing and the clarity, digging into your why and your goals. And you'll get a copy, a replay of that call as well. And also the exciting thing that's coming is the podcasting with purpose toolkit. Everything you need to start your podcast, step-by-step strategy guide, time-saving email templates, plug and play workflows, and so much more. It's all coming the 2nd of May. So does anybody have any questions? Great, I'm just gonna have a bit of water. And now we're digging in to the really good stuff that you're here for. So what we're gonna talk about, the free versions um, in podcasting are the hidden costs, like I said, that not many people think about, like the artwork, the music. Everyone always thinks about the tech, but there's also the software. And as we've spoken before, the hosting. So let's dig in. Free artwork. I think everybody knows about Canva. Um, it is an amazing, amazing platform. It's a 100% free graphic design tool. There is a paid option, which if you're going to use it regularly, I do recommend because it gives you um, more things you can change and play with and stuff. But when you go to create your artwork, you just need to um, this is just for Apple. Apple are the only one that set rules for the size of your artwork cover. So it needs to be 1,400 by 1,400 minimum or a 3,000 by 3,000 pixels. You need it to be downloaded in JPEG or NPG. Um, and as I said, I recommend Canva. You just have to go to their recommended for you option, pick the album cover template and either pick a design or create your own and just make sure you include your podcast name on the cover. You don't have to have a picture of yourself unless you want to. You can, you know, have it completely not you in it. You can just write your name on it if that's with your brand, if that's what your brand is, or you can write the name of your brand. Um, here are some examples that I have created um, and just a bit of fun. And the next bit is free music. The music is one of the hardest parts, I'll be honest, I think, because the vast majority of music is subject to copyright. Artists want to protect their music and get paid when it's used, which I 100% agree with. That's, you know, completely, you know, they need to get paid for it. They create these amazing sounds and we're using them and we need to make sure what we use isn't illegal and it's not copyrighted music because then there's lawyers and costs and yeah, it's not good. So what kind of music can you use? 
You can use um, Creative Commons music, which allows artists to share their compositions with the world for free. In return, they may want a mention. Um, and as the name suggests, royalty-free music means you don't need to pay royalties to the artist every time you use it. And public domain is copyright on a song eventually expires. And when it does, the track enters the public domain where you can use it however you see fit. But, you know, that's one of the ones that kind of goes into a gray area. So really, you're wanting to be looking at the Creative Commons and royalty free, because really, we want to make our podcast better with pod safe music. So some places you can get free music from um, are where they want, um, you know, a mention is um, Pixabay, copyright free stock music by a community of creators, YouTube Audio Library, which has a huge selection of royalty free music. Incompetech, which is has a wide, wide array of tracks created by solo artist Kevin McLeod, and the Free Music Archive, expansive free music library for podcasters. Musa Pen, which is classical music tracks, which is pretty awesome, and CC Mixter, a community music remixing site. And so the one that everybody loves to talk about is the tech. So let's talk about free tech. So this is what people always get tripped up about. They also sometimes I think get tech and software a bit mixed up um, because the tech really is when you record on your laptop or your computer, or you can even record on your phone, but everyone's always on about the microphone. And really, I just say use what you already have because it's more important to share what you have to say than you know how it sounds really so when I first started my podcast I started with my free Apple headphones and I still use them I'm using them today um, and they're really good quality they pick up sound really well and the, you know I can't fault them they're great for starting um, after my first few episodes I ended up bringing in my webcam which I ended up using for the microphone but mostly because um, of the room that I was in when I was recording. And then I eventually <laughs> upgraded to a set of wireless headphones um, that I got on an Amazon Prime Day reduced for half price. So I got them for about £30. So don't let the tech overwhelm you. Like I said, keep it really simple. You just need to have a laptop or computer, or you can even use your phone. Just use some free headphones or whatever you have lying around the house that you already have. What is most important, as I said, is the value that you give. You obviously don't want your sound to sound tinny or static. So that is some things to consider and to try and play around with. But my advice for that is to record in a room with soft furnishings. So, you know, like a bedroom where you've got um, a living room. Sometimes your office isn't the best place because you maybe not have a lot of furniture in it and the sound can bounce around a lot. But what I can say with that is you can make some kind of like little fort. So you can put some pillows around the side of you if you know you're in a wide space and you have really high ceilings. Um, and if you do have not a lot of furniture and high ceilings, I do <laughs> recommend maybe putting a blanket over your desk and doing it under your desk if you can, or just doing recordings under a blanket or a duvet, if, especially if you're doing solo ones. It's a bit more embarrassing when you've got guests and you're under a blanket, but you know, whatever it takes to get good sound, right? So that brings us to the software part. 
And people always forget about the software. They think about everything else first and then they're like, well, shit, how do I actually edit? So you can't record a podcast without software. So if you're just going to record on your phone, which is completely fine, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, on my iPhone, you can use the Voice Memos app. And I've done that a couple of times when I've just like maybe hidden under my bed and recorded a solo episode. Um, but if you have a Microsoft laptop or computer, for 100% free, you can download Audacity. It's a really good, pretty easy piece of software to use. And like I said, it's 100% free. And if you have um, an Apple laptop or computer, you can still use Audacity or you can use GarageBand. And like I said, if you record on your phone, you still just need to drag it over to Audacity or GarageBand if you need to make edits to it. Um, but I know a lot of people who run their businesses that use Adobe. And what they may not realize is in their Adobe subscription, they have Audition, which is a really good, really intuitive piece of software to use. I'm not recommending you go out and buy it. I'm not recommending you go and subscribe to Adobe to get it. I honestly do recommend just using the free Audacity or GarageBand because they're really good ones to use. But if you do already own or use Adobe, I you know totally recommend having a look at that if you're part of that. And the next one is hosting, free hosting. Sorry, I just nearly knocked over my glass of water. So amazing one that people maybe don't see or think about or realize is you probably host your website with Squarespace. And if you do, you can directly upload and host your podcast in Squarespace for whatever it is that you pay for your domain. Whoops. There we go, sorry. <laughs> so you can use the built-in RSS feed in Squarespace to publish directly to Apple Podcasts and other subscription services. Um, and you can use your website to help you find listeners and to hold your show notes just like you would um, in um, anything else. And it also covers Azure blog posts as well. So you don't have to do a full blog post if you want, because it already holds your show notes. Um, and if you're interested in doing that, just go to the Squarespace help section and search for podcasting. Otherwise, I completely recommend um, doing a quick Google search for Jess Creatives. Um, she has a blog, blog post and a YouTube video um, literally called How to Start a Podcast in Squarespace. And I've recommended it to um, a couple of other one-on-one -on -one clients. And that's what they've used to do their podcast with. And they've loved it. And it's been really not overwhelming text for them by using Squarespace. Another one that you can use is Anchor. This is what I moved my hosting over to in 2020. Um, so a little bit about Anchor is that it was originally created by Gary V, who is this really big marketing social media entrepreneur who has this like multi-million business going on and is always about post, 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 talk, talk, talk. Um, but he, I'm not quite sure what happened after he sold it. I don't know directly if he sold it to Spotify or someone else picked it up and then Spotify got hold of it. But Spotify now owns Anchor. 
And so what this means is that um, obviously Spotify pay, um, Spotify have a membership running, so they do Anchor as a free thing and they do link it. So the amazing thing about Anchor is that it has its own free um, editing software in it. So you just need a Gmail account to connect your account together and um, you can directly record, edit and upload in Anchor. A really sweet thing about Anchor as well is they will let you use tracks from Spotify in your music without any issues. And if you are in the US, you can also monetize your podcast on Anchor for free. Sadly, it's not anywhere else in the world, but it is in the US. Um, I really like Anchor, but it's the only issue that I have or that you could have is it's like Instagram where where you post an image on Instagram and once it's posted to Instagram, Instagram technically has the rights to that image. And it's the same with Anchor. Um, once you post your content, Anchor technically has rights to your content. Um, over the year that I've been with them and like I'm all about podcasting, I am a tech geek. So I'm signed up to like Pod News and Anchor and Spotify and Apple stuff. Um, and keep up to date with all the goings-ons in the last year. I've never heard anything bad about Anchor or anything they've done with other people's content while I've been researching them and doing stuff with the podcasting stuff for the last year. Um, so the next option is Podbean. I've recommended Podbean to a couple of clients and they really enjoy it and they really like it. However, they don't do the basic plan. They don't do the free play plan. So I'll mention that after I finish this bit. So this is a bit of a sneaky one that a lot of us aren't aware um, until you start. So it's always free, but it's a total of five hours worth of content that is free. But if you actually go to Podbean and you go to the pricing and you click on that little question mark, you will see that where it says it's 100 gigabytes a month, it's actually not. It's only 500 megabytes of content a month, which doesn't necessarily total five hours worth of um, talk time. So that's things to be aware of. There is a next plan up from Podbean, um, like I said, that. Um, a couple of my clients have signed up with and use and they really like it um, they paid for the annual one which means that they are only paying nine dollars a month um, and they can have a higher much higher upload limit um, but that's something um, something I just want you to be aware of that if you did upload you're thinking it's maybe 30 minutes an episode for episodes for an episode a week when in reality it might be a bit less than that because that's not the actual amount of time that you can use and the last one for the free hosting is Buzzsprout um, I haven't actually none of my clients have used Buzzsprout it's a new one to me um, but you only get two hours of content to upload each month um, and it's only hosted for 90 days. So it's not a lot of content, but it could be in handy if you plan to do short solo episodes. Um, one other one that I've recommended to clients that is a paid one, which is quite a good one, is Libsyn. Um, and the packaging for that is really fun in an aspect of that. As I said, it depends how long your content is to how 
much you end up paying. So Libsyn, for example, um, you might end up paying $20 for 60 minute episodes. But if you do seasonal content and you take a break, Libsyn let you lower your package down to their lower tariff, which is five, which starts at like $5. But that would literally, the $5 one, if you want to start there, would only get you maybe five to 10 minutes worth of content, you know, upload size file. So if you really enjoyed this and you need some help with, um, how to start and where to begin I have a free podcast launching checklist um, which you can find on my website which is just aligracemuir.com and do you have any questions okay So I have a couple of questions, Leah. Um, what would I talk about? I'm an artist and selling my artwork online. Um, do you know if you want to do solo episodes or you want to do guest episodes or a mixture? <laughs> not really sure that's totally fine um yeah if you want to do a mixture so let's start with if you decided to if you have a community already you know you're friends with other people who are artists um, and things like that you can um reach out to them and ask them if they'd be interested in talking about either their processes the things that they do how they started their business you know their actual journey or you could just have like a sit down like kind of like a coffee chat where it's really casual and um you just have a literal have a business chat with each other or an artist chat with each other and just record it as you do it and for solo episodes i um would probably have to have a bit more of a one-to-one -one chat with you about that because um you know it's kind of like um depends what direction you want to go in like um do you want to talk about how your artwork is going and the processes that you go through yourself um do you want to talk about your journey to building a business um to be or to being an artist um or do you want to go in a completely different direction maybe and do you want to talk about like the mindset issues that come up about being an artist and the comparison trap that comes up or um yeah you so you could break it down and um you know like you could make it seasonal and one season you could um talk about you know one part of the mixed media projects and then another season you could maybe do some guest people with it to talk about what they do um and yeah you could talk about workshops and courses um you could do like think about how if you blog just think about how you could just do that in um a podcasting way instead of like just typing out um so you could also review things as well you know like materials that you used um the way that you've um 
tried to mix colors and things like that and um sorry excuse me <clears throat> you could you know review those aspects and then you could have like a section of like maybe the solo episodes like maybe the <clears throat> top five or ten paints that you like to use or um companies that you like to use to order paper from or you know items and things like that um and you can also do expand on those things as well like if somebody else has taken a workshop on course um you could have a chat with them and be like you know this is what i took away from it what did you take away from it and bounce those kind of ideas off each other as well does that all sound good yeah <laughs> good i'm glad if you have any other questions please pop them in i don't mind um so Rebecca asks, she wants to start hers, but she's so much more to get there before she starts. Realistically, how long does it take to create a one hour podcast? Um, realistically, it could take from start to finish, when, when it's new and you're new, it could take up to five hours, um, but it depends how, how you do it. Like for example, um are you on about also can you say if you're on about um solo episodes or guest episodes so break it down from start to finish is you have the idea for the podcast episode um are you going to write a full script that you just read from or are you just going to give yourself bullet points to help the flow of your episode and your conversation with either yourself or your guest um and then you if you're if you're doing guests then you know there's the time spent um reaching out to them um getting them to agree to come on to your episodes the the guest part is sometimes the most consuming part um because it's back and forth either on instagram um dms or on email um, and obviously it's easier if you have a booking format already set up, whether it's with Calendly, Calendly Dubsado, Paperbell, um, Acuity. It's easier if you have a set of times picked and they can pick when they want to come in and talk to you. Um, and that saves a lot of back and forth on emails as well. One other thing if you're doing guest episodes is I've personally always found that having a list of subjects you want to talk about with them beforehand makes it easier for them and for yourself so they know what's going to be discussed and also that helps them decide whether or not they want to be on the podcast as well instead of just being like hey you talk about um content come on the podcast and talk about content and it's like well what the fuck am I going to say about content where do you want me to start there's so much you can say um so having a list of topics really helps you and them and it also helps you stay on track um so there is, like I said, the scripting or the bullet points. There's the inviting. Like I said, the inviting part can take up a big bunch of your time. It can take maybe up to an hour because obviously you want to bulk it as well. You don't want to do one person. You want to do like maybe five people so you can get that going. And, you know, somebody may cancel at last minute as well. So you always want to be able to have another person to fill up that slot. Um, so the recording part actually literally takes as long as you say. Um, I ask my guests if they want to have a quick um, chat um, to settle their nerves before we start recording because some people haven't done many 
podcast guest episodes before um so then that's maybe an extra 15 to 30 minutes beforehand of chatting with them um and then at the end of the episode once I finish recording I press the stop button and I be like thank you so much I really appreciate it and then I ask them for some feedback and then maybe we have a bit of a chat and I let them know when they can expect the episode um and then the next bit is the editing the editing when you start it can the length of your episode so it's 60 minutes it can take two to three times the length of the episode for you to edit it when you start which is why a lot of people end up quitting after 10 episodes because if you're constantly doing 60 minute guest episodes it can get exhausting but the thing I've learned with this is um two things actually making notes when you're in the episode so you know roughly when and where that you need to go in to make edits and the other thing is if if the conversation ran smoothly you don't need to go in and take out the ums and the errs and the errs or whatever unless somebody coughs or something and which sometimes that's easy to see in the editing because it comes up as a big spike um but yeah I find I'm more nitpicky on solo episodes than I am on guest episodes because I like I like and a lot of other people like the real raw authentic um, actual conversation and so then it's just adding in the um, your intro and your outro which is you know your beginning of the podcast introduction it's your music and then it's the introduction to your guest which sometimes I record after the episode with the guest so you remember what you talked about freshly in your head because sometimes I'll do like two or three guest episodes in a week and so it's easier to do it then and there um, like after they've left the conversation and just pull up um, Audacity to start recording and then save it. Um, and then it's just easy slotting those bits into the podcast, like I said. And then after that is the promo. So it's not, it's literally like, if you're doing guests, that can be time consuming. That can take about 90 minutes to plan all of that stuff for like maybe three guests, I would estimate. And then, like I said, if you're really nitpicky and stuff, it can take two to three times the length of the podcast episode for you to edit it, which is why a lot of people do want to outsource it. Um, my podcast episodes were 90 minutes. <laughs> so when I first started editing them, it took me forever. I was there for like a full day, like trying to edit and stuff. And then that's when I realized just keep the conversation casual and going and don't worry about the ums and the ahs. Nobody cares about that. Like I said, people care about whether or not it's tinny. And then there's the promo stuff at the end, which can also be time consuming, um, which is the, you know, creating the graphics, the Pinterest graphics, the Instagram graphics, um, sending them an email um, to get them to promote it as well. And also I recommend, I don't think many people do this now, but it, it, it was a big thing when podcasting first came a thing back in 2016, 2017 is sending them um, an Instagram graphic of your podcast. So then they can just directly post it to their Instagram and it sends their followers back to you because they don't always link the episode. Um, but just making sure that they've got the links and maybe asking them if they'll share it with their newsletter audience or, you know, because it's cool saying share it on Instagram, but Instagram's such a pain for getting out of Instagram, isn't it? You kind of fall into a black hole of scrolling and looking at people's content and stories and never actually leaving. 
um, which is also why pin and trust comes in handy for it as well. Um, so yeah, I'd really, if I was doing a solo episode, I can literally get it, my solo episode can be anywhere between 10 to 30 minutes and I can get um, it all done within an hour. So yeah, does that help? <laughs> give you a time frame I suppose like it's all busy it depends how like I said it depends how you do it it does take a lot longer I find for guest episodes because you've got the back and forth at the beginning to hey will you come on my podcast this is what I want to talk to you about and you know finding those ideas of what you want them to talk about and then then saying yes and you know that kind of thing um do you have any I'm glad that helps do you have any other questions Nope. <laughs> awesome. Um, do hit me up if you start your podcast. I love listening to podcasts. Um, if you guys listen to podcasts, do you have any favorite podcasts that you want to share? Um, like, obviously, I have my own podcast, Continuously Brave, that you can go and have a listen to. It's um, on Spotify and um, Apple. <laughs> um, I really love listening to um Kate from Simple and Seasons Grow with Soul podcast. It's a marketing podcast. Um, it is one of my, like my favorite podcasts. I'm trying to go through some of the back issues to get like listens to everything because she has a lot of episodes. Kate generally does weekly episodes and I love it. Um, I also love Sam Laura Brown's The Perfectionism Projects podcast. She used to do two episodes twice a week um but now she's planning to go on maternity leave she's dropping them down to one a week um and she she now she's niched down from perfectionism into perfectionism for coaches um and I really recommend like even if you're not planning on being a coach some of those episodes are really really helpful like I didn't realize I was a perfectionist until I listened to her podcast I always thought that I'm pretty go with the flow do whatever um but yeah, I do agonize over certain things and realize that I'm a, I am a bit of a perfectionist. Um, I also love Sophia, Sophie Cliff's, um, it's something positivity, isn't it? I can't remember now off the top of my head, but um, it's a really good one. Do you know what? It's going to be in my um, playlist. Uh, Practical positivity. Yeah, it's right there. It's... Um, Yeah. And another one as well is um, Sarah Morgan is the Dare to Grow show. And she talks a lot about marketing as well. You see, I've got a thing going on here, marketing and happiness and mindset kind of all balancing out there. Um, the Imperfect Life with Kerry Lyons. I haven't listened to that. I definitely have to have a look at that one. That one sounds good. Um, another one that I would recommend is Fiona Thomas. She is a writer, a freelance writer um, and author. She's self, she's not self-published. She's published two books and her podcast is called Out of Office. And she does talk about um, freelancing and, you know, financial aspects like, you know, charging what you're worth. And she suffers from depression. Her first book was um, Depression in a Digital Age. And that, that features a lot in her podcast. And she's really open and honest and raw about that, which I really love. And like I say, it's that balance again, isn't it? Mindset, happiness and business. I think that's what all 
trying to work with um and yeah they're my top top listen to favorite podcasts oh yeah you follow her on instagram i love her too Leah. yay <laughs> Okay, so I just want to thank you so much for coming to today's workshop. I've really enjoyed doing this with you and I really loved your questions. Um, like I said, anytime, you know, if you have any questions, just drop into my DMs. It's at Ali Grace Muir and I'm happy to chat podcasting with you. Um, this has been really fun to do and I'm really thankful for everybody who turned up live and everybody who's watching the replay, which I know there's a lot more of you. Uh, watching the replay that couldn't make it live today so thank you so much